And so being in service to my soul in that way has just like really been like, oh, this is for my soul. My soul needs to get on that stage. Like, this is why I got this body and this mind and this voice and look and sound and act the way I do. So my soul can experience that aliveness, like that feeling that you can't understand unless you felt it. And to me, that's the point. And, and if we're not chasing those things, and if we're not chasing that feeling, then we're actually doing a disservice to our soul. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, think for ourselves, and realize our limitless nature. We will explore talks on meditation, creativity, wellness, spirituality, and storytelling. You're in for a treat because we're peeling back the layers and diving deep. I'll be having diverse voices from all different creative backgrounds and points of view on to discuss what makes their soul limitless. Plug in and tune out the outside world as we go on this journey together. Hello, welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. So happy you're here with me today. If you're new around here, welcome to this very special, very sacred space, um, this corner of the internet coming through your airwaves. I love divine timing. So if you are new, you are right on time. You're here at the perfect moment. This conversation was meant for you. It was made for you. This experience is going to bring you exactly what you need. And if you are a longtime dedicated listener, I'm so thrilled you are on this journey with me and you know how much has unfolded in the last couple of years on this path. Um, I'm getting ready to end this season and I couldn't think of anyone better to have as my last conversation than my marketing strategist, friend, soul sister, supernatural, deeply connected, witch, wild woman, Krista Ritma. She has been with me on this path of creating my voice and sharing my truth and getting my vision out into the world as I pivoted from Limitless Hairdresser, which if you've been here for a long time, you'll know that this has been an unfolding process to get to Limitless Soul. Um, It's been my evolution. It's been the people who've been on this journey with me's evolution. Like this has been our our journey here um, to becoming beyond the confines of one identity or one attachment to our job or to our our roles and really stripping that all down and exposing our soul self, our, our purpose, our pureness, our truth, our light, our purest, purest love. And it's been such a ride. And Krista has gotten to see me go through that transformation and she's hold, held such great space for me in business to allow me to feel confident and grounded and comfortable to even be here today, to even be in this episode sharing these kinds of things. So I'm so grateful to her. She's also been on the podcast 
um, episode 72, where we talked a little bit more business and it was when we first met. So it's much more business um, and more of like the integration piece of how we intersect spirituality and, and our entrepreneurship and having this limitless life that's not attached to um, inside of a box. And so if you're interested in more about showing up authentically and what Krista does as a marketing strategist, go listen to that episode. It's pure gold. You'll find lots of value. But in this one today, we are just sitting around hanging out as girlfriends and sharing our souls and stripping away some of the masks that we sometimes have to put on to play different roles, to serve different clients, to to be a wife or a mom or a friend, you know, all of these different things we need to do. And so we took it all off and we just sat it to the side and we just let it all hang out today. And it's really special because I wanted to hold some space for Krista to really show and reveal the person who I know behind the scenes, the person and the being and the soul that is so magical and intuitive and connected and channeled. And I wanted her to have that space to do that. So she didn't feel like she had to be like holding space for everybody else's business and their visions. And so we had a lot of fun doing that. And I had her do a angel card reading, something that she does for her friends and in private. And I also drew a card for us just to set the tone for the conversation, to put it in a vessel so it had direction. And the card that I drew is from the Archetypes Archetypes Guidebook, um, The Wild Unknown by Kim Kranz, my favorite. I use it all the time. And the archetype of this energy of this container that we created is the poet, the artist, the witness, the truth teller. Could it be any more perfect for this conversation with Krista. The poet energy is all about speaking your truth and doing so through mediums and rhyme and riddle and mystery and dance and art and the feeling that exists behind the manifest product, behind the perceived thing. So that's what we were rolling with today. And Krista, as she says, the deck is hot and this is so spot on her card the angel card reading that she did is so spot on so everything was really surrounded about around truth taking off masks letting energy speak for itself because that's what we need to keep progressing in this world and staying on this path of honesty and truth and authenticity and trust and believing in ourselves so i hope you enjoy this episode it's it's probably one of my favorites. Um, I really think that Krista and I's relationship is a testimony of staying on your path, focusing on your truth, can lead us to the people that we need the most um, in the ways that we need them the most. And it's really beautiful. So enjoy. And if you love it as much as I did, please feel free to share it with your audience or with your friends. Uh, That's the best way you can help support the show. So thank you so much and I'll see you soon. All right. Welcome everyone to uh, this very special episode. I have Krista Ripmel with me today. Hi, Krista. Hey. And it is the Cancer New Moon right now. And I am feeling like sometimes during cancer season, I can feel like really overwhelmed and, and like 
I just want to be left alone. But today I'm feeling really like that dance with the divine feminine. And I just want to play. Like, I feel that like feminine energy of play. And how are you feeling today? I am feeling this new moon. Um, I also, my moon is in cancer. So cancer season is always an emotional raw time for me. And I was just sharing with you before we started, I had like a very raw, real moment last night that feels like it was a long time coming. And it's like a child after a tantrum. So I'm like kind of feeling calm and that anxiety of that, like, you know, heat ball in my chest feels like it's sort of taking a break. And sometimes I think we just need to get it out and name it. And so I'm actually feeling really feeling really grounded in this moment, which I'm surprising myself by even saying that, but raw grounded and just here for you here for this podcast. I'm just such a fan. I just adore you. And I love that we get to play together in so many like planes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I'm just like, where will we play today? I love that. Yeah. It's interesting because sometimes when we think about water, the water element, And a lot of people will think about like Scorpio or um, Pisces. And it's just like this overwhelming, like you just are so sensitive and we're so emotional, which is true. But like, I love that you said you feel grounded because like, how do you ground yourself in water? It's like, what do you do? It's like, you got to go really deep because at the bottom of really, really (laughs) deep, (laughs) you have to go so fucking deep because at the bottom of the ocean down there. Yeah. There's right. soft sand down there. That's going to catch you, but you got to dive deep. You got to dive really deep to anchor into that ocean floor and it's dark mm. and it can be scary, but it also can be like such a discovery and so exciting to, to find a whole new world. So I'm so happy that you feel that way today. And I'm feeling like really playing in this energy. Um, and there is another episode if you want to hear Krista's more business side because she's a marketing strategist and you'll have heard all of this in the the intro of this episode, but she's just so multifaceted. And when I asked her to come on again to hang out and like talk with all of you, I'm like, let's just have a ceremony. Let's just drop in. Let's just play with this feminine energy. Um, there's so, there's so many facets to all of us. And that's what I love about you and like your journey and how you've been sharing, because a lot of times we can get really wrapped up in, I have to be the CEO. I have to be the healer, you know, or I have to be the certain idea of the way that people perceive me for me to be present for them. And we're shifting into such a paradigm that um, is asking us to be revealing of our, our dimensions. Like how can we accelerate and expand into a higher dimension reality if we can't like witness and recognize and accept that we, we also are of these different dimensions. So this is going to be really fun. I'm very excited to, to drop so in with you too. And, and everybody so listening. Yeah. I mean, I love hearing you speak like this and we are such multidimensional people. And so I was telling you this before, but I just want to say it again, like you bring out, I think dimensions of people that we know are there, but just 
some, you know, there's 15 other versions of us that sort of Mm -hmm. take the table or take the mic. And you have always brought out this side of me. That's like deeply feminine, deeply spiritual, deeply witchy, deeply connected. And it's just so fun to play in this space with you. So I'm just grateful for the work that you've done. And although we've played on such a business level, it's just like when you've got two witches (laughs) masking, masking their healing work as like marketing or business or whatever, it's like, it's bound to come out. So here Mm -hmm. we are. (laughs) Here we are. Yes. We're moonlighting as, uh, business people, but on the back end, we're just lighting incense. And if you saw us live right now, they, I've got an altar incense I have going. three decks of angel cards <laughs> with me. Like I have a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yes. We're dropping in <laughs> all so, the juju. So if you're listening right now, I would invite you to drop in with us, like light a candle or grab an incense, maybe pull a card for yourself and set the tone or the mood for yourself. I've got a crystal grid with pink Lumerian in the middle and Tibetan cords. It's really powerful and really strong and um, setting an energy field around us as we're recording and setting the intention for that energy field to be around everyone who's listening, myself um, in that space and Krista in that space. That is um, to set the intention that we're safe, we're protected and we're being guided to the truth of love. And that's the intention I wanna set for this this time together with all of us and for this new moon and cancer that can potentially be really overwhelming with our feelings, but for us to find like that deep well at the, at the bottom and and dig our feet in, like just grip into the bottom of the ocean and hang on and let all of that stuff just like wash through instead of getting, you know, pummeled over. So that's the intention for today. And I pulled a card from the Wild Unknown Archetypes deck. And then I'm going to have Krista do an angel card reading for us after this. And then we're going to play from there. We're just going to riff and feel into it and like be in our water, be in our energy, be in our feels and see what comes up. So the card that I pulled is the poet. And wait until you hear I'm reading directly from the book because I was going to channel and just see what came up for me. And I read the guidebook and I'm like, no, this is exactly what oh. needs to be said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the poet's work is to feel immensely and not be afraid. They must seek out truth in the darkest corners of the world and carry it back for all to see. This unique capacity resides within us all, regardless of our relationship to creativity. When the poet energy is present, there is a call for deep honesty and reflection, for seeing the bigger picture within the little one. The poet rides effortlessly between the personal and the universal. It's possible that others may not seem to listen or care about the poet's work, but do not be discouraged. The words of the poet ring true for centuries to come, soothing the wounds of despair and violence that captivate our world. Whoa. Mm. The poet's work is never finished. Find your voice and trust that the wind will carry it. Stop. Like, could that be any more? Yeah, deck is hot. The deck, the deck is hot. The deck is hot. (laughs) So before we started recording, Krista told me that she was writing some, you know, just having some things come out of her. And she, what did you write? 
I literally wrote, and, and of course the card is the poet, you know, I was just writing some personal thoughts down last night. And one of them says, I am a witch. I infuse Reiki into every part of my business. My angel card readings are lit and my decks are all hot. <laughs> I'm, I, and Welcome this is, to my journal. <laughs> I love your journal. It's just so like a, a rap song. Um, it's very hip hop vibes. And I, at right around the same time she wrote that, I sent her a voice memo and I said, within an hour, I said, you're doing an angel card reading tomorrow and you're going to channel an angel card reading tomorrow. And she goes, perf. <laughs> no, Nobody's ever asked perf. me to do this on a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right. Like it just makes so much sense. I just said this, mm-hmm. I've been doing angel card reading. So in my life, I do it for people all the time. Trevor and Emery, who are guests on your podcast, they love this particular deck. So that's the one that I'm going to use. And after years of sort of like whittling them down, now they like look forward to my readings and the decks are hot. I don't know what to say. I've been, we've been picking cards lately and your guides want to come through. I think the veil is very, very thin in cancer season and your angels are, are speaking to you and they, they got, they got stuff to say. Well, I think we're ready for you whenever you're ready to give us a reading and channel through whatever messages are coming for us, for the group. Um, and I think the poet energy that's, that's supporting us in this is so perfect and profound because it's really asking us to be vulnerable. It's asking me, it's asking you to like strip away all of these attachments we have to like Krista, the business owner, who's like scaling her business like crazy and like calling in all this amazing stuff and all of these physical attachments and to just like set that to the side right now and allow the poetry to come through, allow the channeling and the universal energy to just move through you. Okay. This this card is for us, but it's also for everybody listening. So we're just going to call in our guides, our angels, everyone that are homies, our net, our council, whatever you want to call them. They're going to come speak straight through us right now for our greatest and highest good. Okay. I already picked a card as you we were talking. So I was just called to, to pick it. So I did my little Reiki infused And we got, be honest with yourself. (laughs) Sometimes I'm mad at my angels. I'm like, I hear you. I get it. Thank you so much. Um, Be honest with yourself. And I'm using the Doreen Virtue 44 card deck, which I have so many decks. This is the, my oldest deck. It's been with me all over the world. Thousands of people have picked from it and um, say what you want about Doreen Virtue, but the, the cards are hot. Okay. Be honest with yourself. Look into your heart and you will know the truth of the situation. It's safe to admit the truth to yourself for we will support and guide you through any necessary changes. Lean upon us for courage and the strength to take good care of yourself. Focus only upon your truest desires and they'll come to you upon your angel's wings. You received this card as a gentle confrontation because the angels know you've been hiding from your 
sorry, from your true feelings. You've probably been afraid that if you admit how you honestly felt, you'd be overwhelmed and faced with making some necessary changes that you feel unprepared for. Yet the angels assure you it's healthiest to face this situation with honesty. They will help you with your emotions, relationships, and any support you need to make positive changes. The angels remind you to focus upon your desires and not on your fears so you can attract the former and not the latter. Additional meanings, the situation will improve when you face it head on. Trust your feelings if others don't agree. Don't give away your power and avoid getting caught up in the illusion that this is the way it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I know what that's all about. <laughs> Thank so, you so yeah. much. Wow. So much even just coming forward for me right now. So too. specific. So Very specific. specific. And like a hundred percent right into the poet, which is like setting the stage for this about um, the call for deep honesty and reflection, because we need to see the bigger picture. We have to see the bigger picture within the little one. Um, I would invite all of you who are listening to, if you want to grab a pen and a paper, um, I think what'd be really cool is if you want to share a little bit, like what's coming through for you, and then I'll share a little bit what's coming through for me. And then anyone who's listening with us, like if you want to journal and write some stuff down, that's coming up for you. I think that would be really powerful activation, um, for us to all like move through this instead of being afraid of like our honesty, instead of being afraid of like these vulnerabilities that come up because it is a raw question. Like, Oh, what is your, what is your truth that you're hiding? You know, there's, there's a lot of um, fear around it. Like we want to keep it, you know, keep one, one, one mask right in front of us that that'll protect us. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to? Sure. I'm just going to go for it because okay. you know, you know how I, I do. So last night I was just sharing this with you. I've been just, I've been so busy for the last thousand years and it's really hard to to find that space to process. And I have an outdoor shower and I have been spinning this story that I don't want to shower indoors because I want to make it a whole year showering in my outdoor shower and our house is getting painted right now. So last night I had to shower and I walked into our upstairs bathroom and realized I knew this was the truth. I knew this was the truth, but we get so good at spinning our own bullshit that we sometimes trick ourselves into believing our lies. And I have not gone into that bathroom and used that shower since I had my miscarriage in March. The other story I've been spinning is that, you know, I dodged a bullet and I wasn't ready and this is what's best for my business. And now I can host my retreat and now I can travel and all these things. When in reality, the grief from that touches every moment. And what I mean by grief is 
it's not this like deep sadness. It's like this longing. It's like, it's in every moment, the way that I smell eucalyptus because I had my eucalyptus spray when it happened. Or like when I see a baby, when I see a pregnant woman, when I hear a song, like anything, it's just there. Mm -hmm. And it's touched me. Grief has touched me and it's not a bad thing, but I, I try so hard to push it down and not process and not think about it. And my truth is I am very traumatized from my miscarriage so much so that I'm scared to get pregnant. And that is the truth. The poem that I wrote last night is all about this and this card about, yeah. And I know I need to face it. I want to have a family, but I'm scared to get pregnant. And everything came crashing down when I had to take that shower last night. I felt him, my little soul. I've been so afraid to go there and feel those feelings because it means I have to deal with it. And it means I have to process it and, and talk about the grief and talk about what happened. And all these mamas, they get pregnant like right away after their miscarriage. And they're like, great. And I'm so jealous and I don't understand. And, and that's, what's coming through for me right now is just, I want to be a mom and I want to step into that role. And if I'm going to, I have to acknowledge that I'm not waiting because of my retreat. I'm not waiting because it's not the right time financially. I'm waiting because I'm fucking terrified to sit on that table and not hear a heartbeat again, to feel those like horrendous pains deep in my cervix that I didn't even know were possible to feel, you know, like that's what I'm afraid of. And to just say it out loud to you in this moment on this podcast and for everyone holding space, I'm just so grateful that when you do open to processing like the opportunity, like it just, here we are, you're asking me my deepest truth, the, the poem, the honest, the most honest thing I feel called to share. I'm like, I'm fucking terrified to get pregnant. And I haven't said that out loud. And yeah, so that's, what's coming through for me. And just, but what's so like light about it, is I, pro- I, I broke last night. I felt the grief. I, I sank deep, 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 deep. And so I wake up this morning with my feet in the sand and I'm like, oh, okay, now we can talk about this. Now I've named it. Now we can heal it. Now we can move it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to sit here forever, but I've just allowed myself to be like super stuck since March. And now it's July. And I'm just saying this for the first time out loud. So you really, I think have to be ready. And I, and I was very patient with myself this whole time, but it's just, you know, when you step into the observer, it's like, man, I've been spinning some tails. I've been spinning some tails to avoid this. And when you really stop to look at it, it's, it's, um, it's beautiful, you know? And like, of course I'm going to be a mom. Of course this is all, it's going to be fine. But like in the moment, it's so scary. So yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And like, what a just gorgeous, beautiful moment for like to be witnessed too. Mm. Like, I think sometimes we have these fears because we feel so alone We feel like so stuck alone with like our fears and our traumas, like right in front of our face. Like if you held your hand an inch away from your eyes, you feel like 
it's just you and that. Yeah. And um, the beautiful thing about being witnessed and like sharing things publicly, although it can be like so hard and so vulnerable. And then you just kind of like want to run away from it. You're like, oh my God, I just did that. Now I want to like, like, wait, delete, delete. delete. No, <laughs> it's going out next week. When does this come out? Um, yeah, it, it'll be out in two weeks. So yeah. uh, on the full moon. Perfect. I had my miscarriage on the full moon. No, on the new moon, new moon in Pisces. Yeah. So it's really coming full circle and like even speaking it to you, I'm feeling lighter, you know, it's just like such a powerful thing. And for everyone listening and holding space, like just, you know, thank you so much. It's just, it's a really powerful thing to have somebody just ask the hard questions. Kelly talks about I'm the person to do that. playing with people's edges <laughs> and playing with people's boundaries. And she's like, Oh, there's an edge. Let's play. And I just, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. So. Yeah. It's um, like a blessing and a curse because it, it like either really draws people into you. Cause you're like, Oh, I know I'm going to grow if I'm around you. Or they're like, I am, if you're not ready and you're just like, I want to keep hiding and I want to keep staying here. It, I can be very overwhelming to be around because <laughs> not to be, me, because I, I can see things and mm-hmm. it's such a, it's such an interesting thing when you start to develop that. And I think we all have it, especially women. We have this ability to see each other for who we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's been like such a wound in the feminine and the, um, the collective of females that because we can do that instead of um, witnessing with unconditional love, because we can see through people's like disguises, we tend to judge because we, we want to keep ours hidden too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, doing this kind of stuff and like saying these kinds of things out loud publicly, it just transmutes such energy and it just creates so much power so much power. Um, Yeah. And, and healing, like if there's just one person out there and chances are, because the statistics are very high that somebody listening to this has had a miscarriage very recently. And, and even my doctor, like I, you know, I see all these mamas and they're like, Oh, I got pregnant again right away and blah, 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 blah. And I was only like seven, eight weeks long. Like it wasn't, you know, a crazy, like I, I wasn't with the little bean for that long, but it's the whole experience traumatized me to a level that I'm embarrassed because I'm like, isn't this something I'm supposed to be really good at as a woman? Like, isn't this my point? And then we just are so mean to ourselves. I'm like, I'm not good at being <laughs> like, it's just so weird. So anyway, just to honor that for each other is just like the, the collective is so connected mm-hmm. that the chances of someone else feeling exactly what you're feeling right now in this moment, no matter how weird, how dark, how, um, you know, whatever, like embarrassing, or like it might feel to even just be feeling whatever it is you're feeling, like chances are there's like a lot of other people out there Mm -hmm. that are feeling exactly the same way. When you get to share your truth, it's like, I just, I feel like I'm healing it for more than just myself. You know, I'm healing it Mm -hmm. for that truth for the other person that's thinking it right now too. Speaking of that, I want to hear your. Yeah. Truth. Well, my truth. 
I would say what I'm sitting with right now is um, a feeling that's really familiar to me. Mm. Um, it just feels much bigger. Um, it's kind of like when you think you've, you've healed something or you think, oh, I'm past that. And then it like comes back and it's even worse. And you're like, what, in, what the heck? Like, is this, and then you start questioning, like, is this ever going to go away? Um, I'm kind of there right now in mm-hmm. my life. Then uh, it's a feeling of wanting to run away. Mm-hmm. It's like this feeling of, of, I want to run away from everything that I've called in everything that I've received everything I asked for. Um, and I, I noticed this whenever I have, when I accomplish something that I set out to do, I then it's, it's, I don't know if it's attached. I think it's the root of it is at unworthiness, which is something Uh I'm really, really working on is like, do I deserve this? Mm. And am I doing a good enough job with it? Did I, am I giving enough? Am I doing enough? And, um, I'm kind of at that edge right now where, you know, I sold out my retreat and then I just did this program that started today and I'm, I love doing it. And when I'm in it, it's so amazing, but like leading up to it, like a few days before I'm about to do anything big that I actually created, I start to feel like, it can't be mine or something's going to go wrong. I start self-sabotaging and I feel like, um, this really dark place, which is so weird because when I see people who are like selling out things and they're doing so great and they're just like on a high, like, yes, this is going awesome. And I feel the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Like I feel, I start feeling really dark, really scared, really overwhelmed. Um, I don't feel uh, good, which is really my sweet self-sabotaging Scorpio. Yeah, it is. It is. It is definitely like this Scorpion energy of like, it's like this want to stay in this dark place. Like what happens if you let that go? And it's comfortable there. <laughs> yeah. It's so broody and yeah, it's really annoying. There. It, it annoys me. Like I get annoyed by myself. Like my inner dialogue starts showing up as like really negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to say it out loud because it's not something I want people to perceive me as <laughs> right. Like, even though it sounds like, Oh, that's, that's like, it's really, um, I don't want to be perceived as that. I want to be perceived as joyful and light and uh, approachable. And <laughs> but all you know. these things are the shadow side to that, which yeah. means you have those things. You are joyful. You are light. You are approachable. And by default and the laws of the universe, <laughs> you have to have like the shadow side yeah. comes with those things. And And it's, I think as artists and creators, I witness this a lot with my clients and we have a mutual friend and that's who I'm thinking of right now, like leading up to a launch or an album release or a big show that that self-sabotage is so real. And, and it just comes from such an interesting place. And I especially feel it when it's like 
related to like your art or like your creation in a way. Like I do a lot of uh, launches for like e-commerce platforms or products or whatever. And when it's something like less attached to like your, like we, we put our worthiness on the price point on how many people signed up. Like we attach that to ourselves and how can we not like we've created this thing. And, and I just think that like be gentle on yourself when you are having those feelings. Like I am about, I'm same way. What was my whole thing? Launch, do the thing, blah, blah, blah. I haven't launched my list build Academy program. Maybe it will come out today. Hopefully it will be out by the time you're listening to this. (laughs) And I could give you a million reasons, but it's the resistance. It's the resistance. And then I see, oh, well, Jenna Kutcher is doing something like this. I'm like, I'm not fucking Jenna Kutcher. What is that even, where does that even come from? Like I'm boutique. I love her. That's great that she's doing that. It means we're all like, all the experts are saying the same thing. That's great. And, but these, these vicious, like vicious, mean things we tell ourselves, it's like, we're so mean that voice, like what, tell me why it's so mean. I think it's so mean to remind us it. I've been trying to unpack this and like, well, why does this need to exist? Right. Why does this need to exist? Because it's, I have, I have two kids. One, my daughter is eight and a half. Do I want her thinking this? Mm. No, but I, every time I come back to it, it's like, so tantric and it's like, this has to exist in order to transmute. Yeah. Like, it has to exist so that we can not be stuck in the illusion. It has to exist so that we can remember that it's not who we are because how would we know it's not who we are if we didn't see it? Yeah. Right. Like that's narcissism, right? Like if you don't see that, if you don't see that and hear that and experience that, then you are probably a narcissist because you're not witnessing the wholeness of your existence. You're not witnessing your soul and your spirit interwoven into your, your physical form, your DNA, your blood, your bones, your guts, your existence, right. Your matter, because it's, it's, it can't exist without one or the other. So I would say that it has to exist. And if it exists, you should be thanking God that you can see it. Because that shows how much you care. That shows how much you um, desire to be in love. That sh- and it shows in in your art in a way that like it's so powerful. And when I do get beyond that, like I'm learning how to like regulate. Mm-hmm. And move the energy through, just like you were saying, moving the energy through instead of being in it too long and choosing to stay, like, am I going to choose to stay in this or am I going to choose to like, let it move through? And that's the really beautiful. Yes. I mean, everything you just said is so beautiful. That should be the sound bite for this episode <laughs> or you should make Marker. it here. So, cause it's so good. Um, but the idea of having enough tools. Like I was just talking about this last night where 
it's like we can't fall as far anymore because once you become aware, Mm -hmm. it's like we're in the game. You can't stop playing the game. You can like go sit on the sidelines, you know, but you know, you're a player now, like, you know, you're a player in the game. And once you like figure out that veil or sort of that illusion and what's happening, it's like, you can't ignore it. And I feel so grateful. Like you were just saying, like the fact that I can see it, like, I'm not so stuck that I don't even, I know exactly where I'm stuck, you know, but then the inner critic comes out where it's like, you have the tools. Why aren't you using that? Right. So then like that becomes a part of your story. And so it's just never ending like the human Leela. And it's the whole point, you know, it's the whole point. I think we're, we're so busy, like working on ourselves and working on, it's like, we, we also need to just live and just be in who we are and like sit in our own essence, like sit in your own eunus. And last night when I, it was like such a, like, um, perfect storm of events that, that led to, like, I was so led to that shower. I had no choice my outdoor shower was covered with a tarp, right? I couldn't find my phone, which is, I like couldn't text my friend. Like I couldn't text somebody with my experience. I couldn't find it. And I just am so tuned in to realize, you know what? I need to be here. Like I'm going to do it. I turned on the shower. I got in, I just, you know, wailed basically. My husband doesn't even know. I never found my phone and I just got in bed and I got to be in my meanness, that Eunice. And I've been traveling and I've been working. And it was like the universe, so much had to happen for me to get two hours in my meanness to like sit, to be in that space, not find my phone, not be able to. And my husband was busy. Also, the the air conditioner was really loud up here. So I couldn't hear him. So it was like, perfect. It was perfect. And the universe like tees up these moments for us Mm -hmm. to have these experiences, whether you, I was not, if you had asked me an hour before that happened, you couldn't, I I couldn't have guessed that that was how the rest of my night was going to go. And when those moments happen of just the deep, raw, like portal veil lifting, whatever you want to call it. And I felt so held and I felt so grateful that I was aware enough, you know, and that to me is the, the greatest gift is when we can at least be aware, no judgment, no nothing, but just be aware that this darkness is here and that you're, you're seeing it. And that's the, that's the gift Mm -hmm. because look at all these people that like, don't even know they're alive and they're miserable and they don't know why I know I'm alive and I'm miserable and I know why. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a, that's like, that's growth. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you said, um, you know, this feeling of like the universe teeing up to bring you into it. It's like, sometimes we just have to surrender and follow the calls. Like, okay, fuck the phone. I'm just going to go to this. This is what I'm supposed to do right now. We don't really know why we just are urged in that direction. And it just reminded me of like how this is all relevant. Like my, my honesty, my truth, how that's really relevant in this current moment. Cause it's like been a reoccurring theme in my life. But when I told you the other day, 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this program. And you were like, wait, what? Wait, 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 how come, wait, you're, you're doing a program. How, why do I not know this? When did this happen? How I'm wait. your marketing expert. How do I not know you're watching? A and I'm like, well, I just decided like two days ago and <laughs> I wasn't going to do anything. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get my med- my inflow meditations out there and I'm going to be able to like reach more people. And I'm just going to focus on that until after my retreat in August. And yeah, I'm laying in bed and all of a sudden this freaking entire download came to me of like the process I needed to take people through what I needed to say, how it needed to be set up, how long it needed to be and when, and it was July 9th, cancer, new moon to the Leo full moon, uh, to the, to the Aquarius full moon in Leo. And it was very clear instructions. And it was, and it was, I mean, it completely unpacked. You need to get in people in on the day that is the, you know, this cardinal water energy that's so strong, so foundational, so loving, so held and help them crack open and get this energy moving. And you need to end it on this powerful, fiery, embodied, courageous energy that is on a moon that is all about unity and connectedness and purpose and bringing, you know, this bigger picture, right? The poet, like looking at the bigger picture. And I was like, but I I was thinking I was going to rest and just go camping and, you know, whatever. And it was like, no, you have to do this. And then all of a sudden I just started pouring it out. You know, my kids are gone for three weeks at camp and I just started pouring it out, just poured out. And then as it got a little closer and then I get on the call with you and you're like, what, like, what's your strategy and all this? And I'm like, well, I'm going to make some Instagram posts. And like, did you write? And I know, no, no, don't have any emails. I'm like, everything you're telling me to do, I don't have done, but you know, it, it all came together mm-hmm. and, and I needed, I think to be reminded of that edge again, I needed to be in that energy again of like, not self-sabotage or suffering, but I needed to feel that, um, I needed to feel that listening, right? Like if something comes through and it seems like there's not enough time, it seems scary, but you have the complete vision, it will work out. And And it worked out with ease. Chose it. Like it was so easy. You, you laid it out and I was like, great, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the rest of that spend that we were going to put here. And on Monday, we're going to boost that post and then we'll do that. And you just need to write these three things. And like, we've basically hit your goal. We were just saying, and the cart hasn't even closed yet. And, but you took action. And I think that's the thing, like knowing when and discerning when it's, time to rest and it's time to take action. Mm -hmm. And this it's, and it's so much bigger than you, Mm -hmm. like to be in service to your audience and to your people in such a selfless service way, you're just lying there and you get this down and you're like, this has to come out, you know, that (laughs) like, it's not even up to you really. It's just like, I was chosen to bring this through. I downloaded it. It's here. This is how I feel about my new card deck. I'm doing this deck called new growth an abundance deck. And I was on a plane, which is so crazy for me because I am a bad flyer. And I had done a hypnotherapy session, rapid transformational hypnotherapy for my fear of flying. She literally said to me, your guides need you to clear this because your most creative artistic 
tuned in time is in the air, like on the plane, like you're all air. Imagine that Gemini. Right. So I'm like, all right, all right, all right. So I do the hypnosis totally works. Obviously like download 44 cards. I read one to Emery. Who's my biggest fan slash critic, you know? So she would tell me right away if it was like, she was like, what? And I was like, I don't know. It just, it came right through. It has to come out. I have 44 cards. They're so powerful. And I'm working with a designer right now. And it's like, that is so crazy. And when you are that in service, and then I read it to my best friend, somebody that, you know, is just going to give you the truth right back and her reaction to it. I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. These are like really good. And even once I channeled them and it's like magic when that happens, you still doubt. I was like, this might be stupid. That's crazy. I channeled it truly from the divine, my connectedness. And I'm still trying to self-sabotage and doubt, but the service aspect is what helps me overcome. Mm, Like the knowing that I'm being chosen as the like messenger or the server, like I'm your dinner server, you know, Mm -hmm. and I get to serve you the best dessert. And that feels really good to like remove yourself in that way. And so that's sort of my, like, is this in service to that person that I picture picking these cards up in a store and like, that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm facing the self-sabotage and all of the things are for that girl in the store two years from now. And these cards are going to change her life. And I have like full body chills Mm -hmm. thinking about that. And when you downloaded to me what this live lunar activation session was going to be, I'm like, Oh my God, like, (laughs) all right, let's do it. You know, like, let's go. Yeah. So I'm just so proud of you. Like, I'm just so I'm so proud of us because there are so many things that like get in the way of us just doing this, Mm -hmm. but here we are doing it anyway, you know? So, and it really is this, it's that same thing. And I think everybody who's listening to you probably can find these threads woven through your life where you find those edgy places that feel, um, like I'm not doing this. I'm quitting. It's just no. And when you find something within you, like, but will this help someone? And can I get out of my own shit to let it come through because it wants to. And that resistance really starts to, to dissolve. And like you were talking about, you know, laying in your bed and feeling grief, like feeling grief move over you, but it feels almost good. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. I I feel that way once I get into a program or once I'm hosting a class. And I used to feel this way when I was teaching on stage, because I would do talks in front of 300, 400 people on stage, you know, and I would not want to do it about an hour before I'd like Mm -hmm. shitting my pants. Like where's the nearest bathroom? Like, I I can't do this. I'm going to suck. I'm going to forget everything. And then I'd get up there and I would just feel so moved. Mm. Like, I wanted to cry. I'm like, can I just take a second and cry and then return to talking? Like, cause you just feel this wave come over you of it's an unidentifiable feeling. Cause it's not fear. It's not excitement. It's, it's, it's gratitude. It's just it's like, like aliveness. It's aliveness. It's like all of the feelings at once 
just permeating through your body and just expanding into your aura and just, you're just expansive. You have no end of your arm. It's just, you are in everything. And that feeling is why everything's worth it. Like the poet does this to feel that the artist does that to feel that the musician goes through all of this to feel that because you, you literally feel that you are not separate from anything or anyone and it's okay. And you don't feel like you have to be so boundaried and, you know, protected and you just feel held and you feel so alive, right? Like that's total, this, this, this whole episode is going to be, have to be like, um, the aliveness, the aliveness, like the truth of being alive. I mean, you know, uh, in conversations with God, there's this, there's this part. And I just read this, this book and I'm like super here for Krista Williams and all she has to say right now, she's one of the hosts of the almost 30 podcast. And she is preaching her truth, man, in a very authentic way. And anyway, she talks about this book so much. So I'm like, all right, I got to read it. Changed my life. And it's so fun when you find something new that just like totally, you're like, I thought I knew something, but Mm -hmm. anyway, something that's really stuck with me from that book is this idea of, and I'm totally making this my own words, but like being in service to your soul Mm -hmm. and the whole question or the whole conversation or context of this part was, well, what's the point of the human experience? Right. Mm -hmm. And God was saying that you, it, you can't actually, you can conceptualize something and intellectualize something, but you can't really, really know it unless you experience it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the whole point is for the soul to experience itself because you can say, Oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you're magic. Oh, you're everything. Oh, the oneness, but to feel it, Mm -hmm. that's the point. So I've taken this very literally as I do. And so now when I'm having this experience, I'm like, oh, this is in service to my soul. My soul is here and gave me this body, this mind, this human experience to feel this. My soul wants to feel this. Mm -hmm. My soul wants to feel that, like see itself, feel itself. And you can't do it without two people, right? With like, if it was just my soul and not my human body, my soul wouldn't know what it feels like. Mm -hmm. So if I'm having this human experience, whether it's positive, negative, whatever, it's in service to my soul. So my soul can see itself and feel itself and like have that experience. And it's kind of out there, but for me, the whole idea of being in service or like in devotion to something really helps my ego and helps my emotions and just really grounds me in in a very quick way. And so being in service to my soul in that way has just like really been like, Oh, this is for my soul. My soul needs to get on that stage. Like, this is why I got this body and this mind and this voice and look and sound and act the way I do. So my soul can experience that aliveness, like that feeling that you can't understand unless you felt it. And to me, that's the point. And, and if we're not chasing those things, and if we're not chasing that feeling, then we're actually doing a disservice to our soul. Anyway. Yep. (laughs) All of that. 
<laughs> that's what I feel yeah. because it's like, and then I'm like, oh, in that case, I'm getting on that state, right? Like, oh, and that it just makes it so much easier because you're removing your ego and you're like using your human as a tool mm-hmm. to like support the oneness, you know, et cetera, et cetera. God, you know. Yeah, that's light topics. Yeah. Well, we were going there today. It, yesterday I did a live, an Instagram live, and I haven't done one. I, I only do them like once every like six months. And um, that's the exact, I mean, it's so funny how we are. We're all like always, like you're saying, we're on the same track. It means that there's something that's, that's coming through. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining it as your intellectual mind and your intuitive mind and how, when you're channeling, cause you know, I'm trying, I'm teaching people right now, like my job, my role, my purpose is teaching people how to intuitively channel. Mm-hmm. And so you can't really, it's, it's funny to say teach because you can't really teach someone how to do it. You're, you're teaching people how to get themselves set up and align with the universe so that they can have the experience and witness it for themselves because each person is going to experience it differently. Um, but one of the things I was saying was that like you, you can't use your intellectual mind to intuitively channel. You have to use your intuitive mind. You have to feel in your mind, right? Like that's what our third eye is for so that we can see it in a, in a different way. We're not seeing it with our three-dimensional two eyes. We're seeing it from our inner knowing we're seeing it in our feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's how we get this good stuff out. That's how we, that's how we reach people in this, this way that people are yearning for people are desperate to feel the connection Oh my God. You know? that, yeah. And I think that's why you've said um, like anonymous brands are dead. Anonymous brands are dead because they don't have the energy infused into it from the being. Yeah. Because there's a mask, there's a hiding. And so people now are just wanting to feel instead of be sold or just to receive. They want to feel something too. They want to have an experience. Yeah. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that coming up um, so too. in this yeah. next year, like experiences and yeah. Um, I mean, I think COVID really prioritized things for people, for the collective and this idea of spending time in community and, you know, that, that Sangha really mm-hmm. of of just, this is it. And we're all just like little mirrors and whether it's business or whether it's a yoga retreat, you know, you're just being met with what you're asking for. And, and, and when you ask for that love and when you ask for that openness and when you, you know, I sort of see you when you were talking, I know this is so weird, but like as a can opener and you're the can opener and then we're all the cans And like, you can only like, you can unlock the whole thing, but we have to like push the roof off kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why that was just thinking, but I was like, you know, but so it's like, we still have to do it. And, and when you do it and you just like, boops, like pop the top of the can off, then it just, you're instantly rewarded. Like you're instantly met with truth, met with, and it might not be rewarded in the sense that you know it, but you're being rewarded for asking 
for what you need. And, and it's just, it's a really powerful experience bringing everything we're talking about into just the regular day to day. Cause we can sit here with our crystals and our grids and our cards and, you know, our tools and our rituals, but then I have to get on a business call or I have to get in the car and I have to like have an experience and I have to be a human. And for me, it's like really that intersection, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's such a great place to live and play. And, and I, I do feel that we have stepped into a new level of consciousness. Like I feel this deeply and I can feel it on people. Like I can smell it on people and it smells so good. And I'm like, Oh, we're, I see you in this talk about full circle, coming back to multidimensional people and beings and existences we're existing right here, but I know you're in that dimension too. We've stepped into it and you're either in it or you're not. And if you're listening to this, you've stepped into it because you wouldn't even be hearing this podcast (laughs) right now if you're not. So spoiler alert, welcome, welcome Mm -hmm. to the next level. You've made it and it feels new and it feels exciting and it feels like, okay, now it's time to get shit done. Like we've cleared so much of the, I just feel like we've poured so much water that this muddy water is getting cleaner and cleaner and cleaner and cleaner. And, and it's just so cool to like have these conversations and have it be, be just totally normal. Yeah in this new way of being like a year ago on the pod, we would be talking about business and launch and growth. And now we're like, okay, let's talk about the deepest, darkest thing we can think of, you know? And it's like, yeah, because that's the point. Well, I, I, when I think about that, I'm like, it is like my duty to talk about this because I wouldn't have, or be where I am with the the confidence and the courage if I wasn't being this way. Right. Like if I wasn't, and I don't even want to call it doing these things, but being in this energy and being in this um, service to my soul, I wouldn't be here. I would probably be doing something else and um, wouldn't be making impact that's possible. And, and it comes from the deeper stuff. It doesn't come from, this is where it gets funny because everybody wants the quick solution, right? Like, give me the strategy, give me the numbers, give me, give the, me the growth hack, give me the hacks. And I want to plug them in. Cause I want to get to the, where I want to be. Doesn't work that way. You, it can work that way, but guess what? You're going to hit an edge where you feel like this isn't worth it because it's, it's a long game. You got to go at the pace that feels comfortable to you. And there isn't a right pace. Some people feel they can expand really quickly because they're really grounded. Some people are a little bit slower because they're grounding themselves as, as they go. So, you know, these practices and things that, Mm. you know, we've been talking about and sharing, and it comes from sharing our own experiences so that people can see themselves in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can have a meditation practice and still be growing my business. I don't have to like do one or the other, right? Like I don't have to just be one or the other. Um, I mean, we are such multidimensional beings and like the fact that we have spent an hour barely talking about our businesses is just that, you know, like 
there's so much more going on in my life. And you just gave me permission to share it. I've done three podcast interviews this week. Nobody has asked me (laughs) to do a reading. (laughs) Nobody has asked me like, that's a huge part of me. I do this every single day. And so it's just like leaning in and opening to those parts of yourself, even by writing it down. That's something I really love about the work that you do. And I really align with is prompts is journal prompts because prompts do this really amazing thing that allow you to write on something in stream of conscious, like there's a blank page and then there's a prompt. And my prompt last night was five honest things. I feel called to write. That was it. I put on my music. I write for 12 minutes and it's so healing. It's so healing what comes out. And even when you just write that you're tipping the scales, like you're in your favor, like you're, you're calling in, like if you, you know, if everyone's on like a fishing line, like you just reeled one reel, you know, like Mm -hmm. in just by writing it down, just by saying that. And you don't even, you don't even realize the power in that. And so the journal prompts that you have and what you're, what you've created for, you know, your quote unquote business. I mean, we're healing the world. (laughs) Let's get real. Um, it's just, just, that it's like, we have to know what we are thinking Mm -hmm. to be able to think it and manifest it and create it. And so to sit in your Eunice in that space where it's just you with your breath, with your thoughts, like it's just you and you and like give ourselves, you know, my prayer for you listening is that you give yourself today an hour in your Eunice where you're not looking for outside opinion. You're not posting about it on socials. You're not asking your best friend or your husband or your kids or whatever. You're not looking for anything outside. Like the fact that you're the only person for the next two weeks that will know I had this massive breakdown. That's that actually feels kind of good. Like I don't like it's my meanness that I'm sitting in and that I'm being in and and to, to give ourselves that time in that space, that's where the creativity, the magic, the work, the abundance, that's where it's like birthed in that space. And we're too busy, like posting about our processing to process. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode for a whole yeah. nother day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole thing in itself. So I wanted to leave everyone with a journal prompt because today is the the first day of the lunar soul activation, which is the group um, program that I'm doing. It's like a journal prompting, working with the moon uh, process. And today's topic is alignment. Mm. And so um, there's six different journal prompts for the alignment section. And I'm just going to give you one. So I'm going to pick number three because number three feels good. So just for today... Sit down, clear your mind, get in your Eunice, drop into your heart space and let go of your intellect. And whenever you sit down to write this, let it come from your soul space instead of judgment. And I'll read you something else in just a minute. Make a list of three expectations that you have on yourself. Do you think they are realistic? If not, What could be shifted to make your expectation more realistic to where you are right now? Mm, So I'm going to do that right when we hang out. Three expectations you have on yourself. 
And if they don't feel like viscerally in your body, realistic, where you're like, oh yes, totally. I got this. Give yourself permission to shift them, mold them and transform them into something that feels so good to you that you can move towards them because that's how you're going to get into alignment. If not, you're going to feel resistance and you're not going to feel like super connected because you don't even ha- aren't even giving yourself permission to ever get into alignment. You're mm. totally blocking yourself from it. And then the quote on the opposite page says, becoming aware without judgment is how we can bring ourselves back into alignment with ease. So just becoming aware of it. You should be a judgment. writer. <laughs> I am a writer. It <laughs> think? I just need a publisher. You should, you should Any publishers writer. out there? Look publishing house. Book. Look yeah. at this book. Yeah. I mean, you're just epic. I was being cheeky because that was so yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So I think that's a good way to end. Do you have any anything you'd like to tell everybody before we pop off? No, I mean, I really feel that. I just, I called them in, you know, as soon as we got on, I was like, all right, give them what they need. And that was, that's always my prayer is like, allow me to open my heart so they can open theirs. And I just never forget when we're doing these interviews that there's somebody listening and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of you out there listening to this the whole time. And I'm just grateful to share the space. Um, you know, it's an honor to share an hour um, in such an honest, truthful space. And this is like my favorite episode. I I'm just so grateful for you. I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting in gratitude and just my, my meanness and I feel seen. And my prayer for you is that, you know, you, you can feel seen or discover or love a part of yourself, um, a little bit deeper after listening to this episode and just, yeah. You're held. Mm. All the angels want you to know that you are very, very, very held. I love that. Perfect. Perfect way to close it out. Mm. I love you. You are the best. I hope you you all enjoyed this episode. And as always down in the show notes, you can find out more about Krista and her, her website and all of her amazing offerings for entrepreneurs and creatives who need support in marketing and strategies and getting your gifts out into the world in an authentic, honest, and truthful way. Um, if any of this resonated with you, I really invite you to go check it out and see what she has to offer. There's so many good things. Thank you. Thank you.